YouTube podcast world. What's up, family? You already know what it is. Pays and Pays podcast here. It is Good Friday, November 10th. I hope everybody been doing well through the week, feeling good, living better, trying to get better each and every day. Uh, this week, we're going to shake things up. We're going to have a lot of underdog plays. We'll have one favorite. Um, NBA, I guess, because I'm going to the Pistons game tonight, I'll be checking out my boys. It is the in-season tournament game against Philadelphia. And um, I see Pistons were like plus nine and a half. I'm kind of interested. I think I'm going to take the Pistons plus nine and a half as an underdog. Not too much science, bro. Yeah, I, I, I do think they got a nice emotional win against Boston, which they needed. And now they're going out the road. And I'm not saying the Pistons will win this game, but it'll probably be a close game. Uh, but it's like a pizza money bet. So, you know, if you can take me serious for this or not, if not, it is what it is. It's just my experience as I'll be there. College basketball, man. I did go. I lost the first game, San Diego, not San Diego State, South Dakota State. And then I also went, um, I didn't say it out loud or anything, but I went over the Arizona State, Mississippi State game that was 129 and a half. And because uh, Arizona State got blew out by like 20 something, I think I was short three points from the over. So that kind of stung, but you let us see another day. We'll focus on that. Um, I do find Arizona and Duke to be interesting matchup today, but I'll be at the Pistons game. So I'm, I want to kind of usually want to watch my bets, obviously, and sit there and really watch them. But uh, enough of all of that. College football, let's get into it, man. Underdog edition. Yes, 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 underdogs. We, this is what I'm feeling for this week. We're going to go with TCU plus 10 and a half. They play Texas, and it is a home game for TCU. But this does not scare me. Hear me out. Texas, yes. The name. Everyone hears the name and gets scared of Texas, right? But this is what I'm seeing, man. Remember, Quentin Ewers may not be playing this game. And I think he's a game-time decision. The way that college games has been going, they wait to the last minute and then say, oh, this person is scratch off. They don't really, like, kind of say that he's hurt still. And they they were up big against Kansas State last week, and then they outright almost shit the bed, bro with the backup quarterback. And I was a home game. Last time I remember betting against Texas was Houston, plus 22. And Houston almost won the game, and Quentin Ewers got hurt that game, and that's when the injury bug kind of started happening with him. This game here, we know is TCU. This is a team last year that did go to the national championship game, and, yes, they got blew the fuck out, and it's not the same players on the team, not a lot of them. But they're going to give them some fight. It's a home game, bro. I've been watching TCU games the last few weeks. They've been covering a little under, like either they're pretty much there or they just or they're, you know they just shit the bed. But a lot of times though, they've been in competitive games. Ten to halves, a lot of points, and is at home, prime time type game too. And they got a chance to spoil Texas for the season because think about it: they lose this game, they're not going to the Big Twelve championship game, you know. And there's no possible revenge factor against Oklahoma. And also, you got to think, in order to get to the Big 12 game, they have to also win that game and be, possibly hope to go to the championship or the college football playoffs. And this could be spoiler alert. This game could – they could outright lose this game TCU, but I'm going with the points at the plus 10 and a half. If I would suggest a little sprinkle on the money line, because, you know, if both hit, then, you know, you're going to get a nice little penny, bro. I'll take that. Next one. Go on another high big number. Ole Miss plus 11 and a half. And yes, it's at Georgia. Yeah. 
I have, and I know that's another team that people are like scared to bet against, but I'm willing to be the one to do it. Um, Ole Miss is a competitive team. And you know what? While we're talking about Ole Miss, I'll talk about what I saw and what I've been hearing about Lane Kiffin. And there's a video uh, recording, a voice, a voice recording of him talking about the player that had a mental illness. And listen, I understand about mental illness, but then when you find out about the story, this guy didn't contact nobody, didn't show up for two weeks. It's just like a job. Let's be real. If you don't show up after sometimes one day or two days, they don't care about you no more. They're going to keep going on the business. And that's what Lane Kiffin was pretty much saying was like, look, you're off the fucking team. You didn't show up, didn't talk to nobody for two weeks. I mean, look at the rules and that does make sense. So, I mean, I'm all supportive with that. I know a lot of people don't like the truth, but that is a factor because people work regular jobs a lot of times. I know if you go, if somebody go to a job right now and then don't show up three days, just whatever, and don't say nothing, what do you expect is going to happen? That's just common sense. Um, you know, and that's and sometimes that's hard coaching the reality, bro. Because a lot of times they do prepare you for the world with some of these people and coaches. And Lane Kevin is a good coach, he's not letting no distractions happen. Look, against Georgia, I know Brock Bowers isn't playing, and that maybe it's a little factor, but this team isn't the dominant. The defense isn't, I mean, think about it, bro. Who did they play? They played against Missouri, and they were like 19, 16 point underdogs, and Missouri lost by nine points. So, I mean, you can't tell me that um, Ole Miss, who's actually a lot better and very, you know, competitive, I see them at least keeping this game close. And I think Georgia is bound to lose a game. I do think this whole week is upset alerts. So, you know, it, we'll talk about another game in particular too, but um, definitely think Ole Miss has a shot. Now, another one that I believe, and this is why I just watch and I spectate, Michigan, oh, they're an upset alert. Don't think they're not. Uh, Penn State, listen, they're lucky they're not playing at Penn State during the 8 o'clock time, during the whiteout. But, I mean, this is hostile environment. And, um, you know, I do. I don't think they cover four and a half. I've been seeing. I think they win by three. But, you know, one thing I see about Michigan this year, maybe this is just me, I haven't seen the dominant run game this year. They're more of a pass-friendly team. And, I, and the only reason why I've been knowing that, I haven't watched too much Michigan games, honestly, because they've been blowing out teams. But I see J.J. McCarthy in the top 15, top 10 in the NFL draft next year, possibly. So that's how I know they've been passing a lot more. And some of the clips and some of the actual games that I did see a little bit of, it was more throwing than passing, uh, than running correction. But um, the defense is still a scout. But the thing with Penn State is they don't have explosiveness as receivers, and that does lack when you play against Michigan, because Michigan does play man. We'll see when we'll see how it all plays out. But for some people, I do remember seeing the over-under for the win total for Michigan was 10 and a half. If you pick an over, you need to hope they win this game. And then, you know, if they have to lose to Ohio State and be 11 to 1, that's you you're hitting the over. But this determines the over-under for 10 and a half wins right here. And I, I thought they had a chance to, to hit the over, but I didn't like it because that hook, that hook was just disgusting because I saw maybe the possible two losses would have been Penn State and uh, Ohio State. And, um, yeah, but that's enough with the upset alerts. I mean, you know, there's a lot of other games, but I don't really like them. 
But as far as double-digit spreads that I actually kind of respect the team, I have to go with those two, Ole Miss, and we're going to go with TCU. I almost lost my train of thought. But anyway, let's go into NFL, man. Now, two plays. Um, yeah, and I love these. And listen, if, if if you don't like the college, the NFL, you've been if you've been paying attention, we've been hitting. Every week, I think if we lost, I think last time I remember actually losing was the Browns minus two. They won by one point. I think I've been on fire ever since. But we're going to continue that train, at least hope for a split because I only got two. We're going to go with the underdogs still. We're going to go with Tennessee Titans on the money line against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Um, I love what Will Levis did Thursday night, even though it was against Pittsburgh and it is a Thursday night football game. When he was getting sacked, the next play, this man stepped up to the pocket, stepped up and threw a fucking dart. And I love that shit, bro. That shit was perfect and spot on and accurate. I love that. And there was a lot of confidence. Derrick Henry's rejuvenated. DeAndre Hopkins rejuvenated. The defense looks rejuvenated. I mean, it was against Pittsburgh. But when you play against the Buccaneers, who, let's just be honest, almost have 500 total yards dropped on them on this defense. As much as I respect Lamonte David and Dave, um, Devin White in the front seven, the secondary has been getting exposed. And you're playing with D-Hop, who looks really uh, rejuvenated. And this kind of almost reminds me of the Lions and Tampa Bay game where it could have went either way. And I think the way that the Titans have got rejuvenated, and I think the thing is you go all pass against Baker Mayfield because they can't run the ball, you know. They, they can't. You you think you're going to run through Simmons? I don't think so. Um, but Titans have a lot of fight, man. Mike Vrabel is a better – this is what I say coaching is going to matter. Mike Vrabel is a better coach than Todd Bowles, and it's going to show this day. So I'm going with the Titans to win the underdog, plus 104. Why not? I think this is probably the best underdog I like for the week. Um, next game, though, San Francisco minus three. Against the Jaguars, yes, we know a West Coast team traveling to the East. We know how that goes. But think about it. Three-game losing streak. Debo should be back. Terrence Williams should be back. Um, I think this offense goes rolling. Chase Young, you added him into the mix with Bosa. Defense got some time to rest, rest up them injuries. Yes, Jaguars are off a bye, too, but I think a lot of people are on high on them. And from what I've seen, a lot of people are all over the Jaguars. So what is worth to most people, that's on you guys. But I'm going to go the opposite way and pick San Francisco 49ers. And uh, one more game that I was going to bet, but I'm not. <clears throat> Excuse me, I know, like I said earlier this week, recovering from a little cold, but we good. Lions and Chargers, um, I, I don't really know what to make of this game. If you want, I say, if anything, I will focus on the Lions. If Montgomery is back, I say Montgomery and Gibbs rushing yards. I think they kind of rely on a run game. I, I would love that against this Charger defense, but I wouldn't pick a side because from what I've been looking at the numbers, Almost 90% of tickets on the Lions. And uh I kind of not a fan of that. I I I kind of agree, but I I wouldn't touch this. 
I saw when it was at minus two early in the week, or they opened up at minus one and a half, I think. I would have loved it, but minus three, that were kind of pushing it a little bit. But um, as always, guys, please continue to like, comment, subscribe. Pass the word around, man. Good Friday. Signing out. Let's get this motherfucking money.